percent. Spotify anchor, we are live. Sorry. But, but you know what she learned after that, though? After that, like, she realized if I put in full effort, that's going to make my parents proud. And and she she started trying even harder. Then, next thing you know, she was honor roll student. She's got track medals, uh, state medals in track. You're like, from there, from that one scene in science class, turned her into a super student. It made me motivated her to try to yeah, act as patient. I put her full effort through. And, and you know what I'm saying? She, like, in all through middle school, high school, she was G'd up. Where she realized, like, oh, that's all I got to do to get my parents to get what I want? Mm hmm. It was mm-hmm. right. Right. You ain't asking them to do too much. No, okay. Okay. Because I feel a little type, type, type evil now. Um, that's true. That's true. Do the maximum. Did, okay, when you teach them that, do you do you relay and others and put bring a balance when you do you could do right and do what you need to do and still not get a reward in life that you think you deserve right away? Have you explained that to your kids? But the reality is, like even so, me, me and their dad split up, and we I couldn't keep rewarding like that financially. But she still, she's the one that knows in life, if I w- work hard, I have to work hard. Like, there's no, it's not, op- it's really not option. My other daughter is is now learning that and has struggled. And that's why she, this one, you know what I'm saying? That's why she got the car and all of that. Because she still continued, even when I couldn't, still continue to work hard still continue to be you know what I'm saying do her best that's, that's, she's not perfect she's made mistakes but at the end of the day even when she's made mistakes she's learned from it you know what I'm saying? She, but like my other kid has no accountability whatsoever and so rewarding her teaches her nothing well would, 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 that, would that other one what you need to do Understand, you got to find what what makes her tick. That's that's. Oh, they both grown now. So what what I've done with that one, I throw my hands up and let go on that God. And and, she, and and life is teaching her. I, I gave I gave them both all the same lessons. Everything with the everything that was instilled in this one was instilled in that one. Um, the same two parents, same upbringing, all of that. So I know when, whenever that one has fucked up. I, I, have, I have to sometimes I'm like, what did I do wrong? And I have to sit back and be like, wait a minute. I got two other kids. And you know what I'm saying? The, the, the other two, I don't have a problem with. So I'm not the problem. Mm. Yeah, it happens. Like, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> she just went down her own path. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a little nervous now because she was the baby for 10 years. It's a 10-year it's a gap between her and my son. And then my son about to be nine and I'm about to have another baby. So, like, my middle children aren't your typical middle children. They, they were the baby for a, long, for a long time. So they the transition, after watching what happened with her, it makes me a little nervous about my son, really. It's, it's in God's hands. I ain't worried about it. You ain't got nothing to worry about it. You know, they they find they find they find their niche and get to understand them when when they 
But it's the most time for them to get that understanding. And boys like to be hands-on with their little newborn sibling. They like to, they want to push you out the way. I got it. So, you yeah. I did not get that. You I mean, too small. Yeah, nah, I don't think it's my this silly boy girl. Not take to her. <laughs> yeah, nah, I don't think it's a boy girl thing because this this one, she was like that with her sister. Like, they're they're only two and a half years apart, and we used to tell her all the time when she was a toddler and the, and the younger one was a baby. We were like, all right, you wait till she get older because you you annoy the hell out of her because she's always, you know, kiss on her and just literally smother her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I ain't saying the same to like if it's a boy or a girl. No, I'm saying a baby. Period. They, they want as long as you let them do that, they should be cool. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Y'all gonna have to help me down with mine because <laughs> what? The first day she came home, you're pushing her away. Like, what is this thing? How old is he? Um, he's about to be th- he'll be three in April. So he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he's still he's still a kid. He, yeah, he's yeah. Because I was like, maybe he's too little. Yeah, he's too little. He a toddler. Yeah, you brought somebody no, I mean, in this space. That, that was yeah. Her
he got they were uh 10 and 13 when he was born oh yeah yeah so i said boy when he started dating it's gonna be a problem yeah that's what I said. My my eldest, she is like thirteen, thirteen years difference than him. Yeah. Oh yeah, she really yeah. We already talked about it. She was like, mm-hmm. I like no little scattered my my brother. I said, oh my god. <laughs> she already because she gonna be grown by the time you get to that age of dating. She right. Problem. She's thirty. And you still gonna be trying to hit on her friend. She's twenty one years old and um. Oh yeah. Some little girl uh texted him last year and uh. I don't remember what the little girl said. She got on the phone and said, uh, why are you in school text, texting? You need to be paying attention to your books. And blah, blah, blah. The mother the mother got upset, which I don't understand why the mother got upset because she didn't say nothing wrong. Like, the child was in school, in the middle of school day, texting my son. Wow. Um, but, yeah, she's very protective over him, and he and he thinks he is everybody's dad. So any, any male come around, he looked them up and down. Mm-hmm. So I he him and this baby, I, I already know. Um the way she is towards him is how I expect him to be towards this baby. But he could be cool, he could be a Pisces, he could be just like me. Excuse me? Excuse me? Ooh, my brother a Pisces and my brother in law. Uh, you know, I have not really known no Pisces uh, in my life until I met Preston and, and Nikki. And so now Preston, Preston and Nikki arguing over um, when the baby going to come. Because Preston's a February Pisces and Nikki's a okay. March Pisces. Oh, okay, so wait, wait, wait. For the males, the March Pisces are different. So you're February Pisces. So it might be a little different right there, but the March Pisces, Pisces males. They're, 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 the weird ones. they're the weird ones. I call them the weird ones. Yeah, they're, 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 okay. they're, they're the same. Believe me, they're the same. They are. No, she don't. She don't know that. She ain't never dated a Pisces. I ain't never date one, but I have ones in my family. Y'all the same? Mm. No, we're not. Cause, cause we the February ones cry back. We too emotional as men. In the women too. In the women. And y'all weirdos. No, that's the March one. You listen. Don't do that. You can't call the kettle black. Preston wanted the baby to come early. My daughter is a Aries. A, a March Aries, so she mm-hmm. want him to come a week late, so he'll be an Aries, and then Nikki want him to come on time because it's around her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we'll see, we'll see. We have, we have. Let's see who win the bet. Let's see who win the bet. Now he probably come January first, but uh, I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I don't want it that early. No, <laughs> yeah. No, but um, this uh, this Di Center thing. I was going to talk about it, but I wasn't, but I was. Deion uh, Sanders? Yeah. So, what he did, Deion Sanders, he know, mm-hmm. he, you know he was coaching Jackson State University in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So, he took, for three years, he made them irrelevant by three straight winning seasons. Uh, she almost all defeated all three of them. Uh, bowl games, et cetera, et cetera. Bought money, bought recruiting. Good athletes, all like that. So he took the job from Colorado, offered him a coaching job. So he took it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's a, it's a. Uh, he getting talked bad about him because I guess because he didn't stay at the HBU and and just stay there stuck 
like like everybody else do instead of moving on his vision and and, and trying to change things for the black coaches in college football, he getting a uh, rap about it. he getting a bad rap rap about it because he moved on to an, uh, a white school. Oh, where is it's, it's it's not predominantly white, but it's mixture. It's no, it's predominantly white. They have a one point five percent population of black, and those black kids are athletes. So that is it. It is predominantly. It's well, not predominantly black. So well, there's a for very what he small do. percentage of black students at the school. Very tiny. For so well, what's, 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 what's the problem? They paying him more? Yeah, yes. they are paying him more. Then everybody need to mind their business. See, <laughs> and, it is, it's, and it's deeper than him just getting paid more. So I think a lot of people forgot the fact that he came out of his own pocket for a lot of things. They didn't have money. And so a lot of that money was coming out of his own pocket for Jackson State when he was there. Right. So he's making yeah. the right decision. Exactly. Go get his money back plus more. Right, because what I was saying was this, okay, if he did all these great things for them, brought them the championships to stand a third, um, brought up basically the status of the, the, the football team as far as they're concerned. It's like, where, 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 at what point were y'all going to keep taking and taking and not giving? That's what he was waiting for. Y'all right. didn't give him anything in return for his effort. So right. what do you want him to do? Keep keep receiving crumbs and he's giving y'all a whole pie? That's not fair. So I, I, I can't be mad at him. I understand they said that he could have he had a chance to make HBCUs look great and then spark the next guy to do the you know, bring some coaches in. He did. He did. Eddie Eddie George's Eddie George's teaching right. Eddie George teaching I forgot what school. He did just people don't understand right, what but you, they oh, just no, expected no, no, no. too I, much I without the black community giving something back. That's unfair. We can't keep asking for people to be black leaders. That's that's him, why him, that's why I get my black card up. I, I missed the second part, like where the controversy came in. I, I heard the um, the the background, but uh, in terms of like he coached for uh, Jackson State, then they Colorado asked him to come coach. What happened after that? He accepted it, um, and they offered him. Okay, so I had a whole list. Oh, so of they were upset that he went to a uh, oh. traditionally white school. Pretty much, yes. That's pretty much oh, their okay. thing. And they're like, he just bailed on us before we can build up. But I'm like, he was there for three years. His contract was for four, right? He did dedicate that he was going to do four years. But listen, after the three years that he'd been through, if you really know the list, I had posted on my story once all the things that he did and had to go through. Like his car getting broken, his son getting broken, like threats. Like all kind of stuff to his life, and he still was sticking it out. And he was pulling money out of his own pocket to fund them. All kind of things. Like he was doing. He should have went and coached that Cookman. Cookman would have paid him out the ass. But you get what I'm saying? Right, right. And he's trying to say he would take money from every other department. Right, you can't stay somewhere you're not appreciated. They weren't appreciating him. It was enough, like, yes, give us some championship. Yes, make us look good. But he don't want you to pat on the back, bro. He got bills. Like, I pat him on the back for doing it at an HBCU to start with, but if, if he if he wanted, it would have been nice if he would have went to another to a private HBCU. Yeah, they was going to pay, but see, like that's the thing. Now he has shown his value. No, that's what I'm saying. Private HBCUs, they got the money. Cook, Cookman, when I was offering Cookman, everything the money. went to the football team. But my question is, what they're offering him money? I don't care what they're offering for the team. Of course, you're supposed to do that. That's your school. You're supposed to make sure they have the equipment and everything else they need. Now, as the coach, he has built up his name. Yeah, no, I'm he saying the COVID, when I was at Cookman, the coach at Cookman was mm-hmm. paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, if was he getting paid? What, was it, what did he get for? What, how much did he get from the um, Colorado um, University? Almost five million. They, they five million. Five million? Yeah. Five million? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing yeah, is, my, my thing is, this is why this is why I give my black card up because 
the 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 black community want people to do stuff, their leaders to do stuff while them putting the work in and follow their footsteps to keep the vision, their vision going. Like I I was screaming at people uh that couple days ago at a couple of comedians fishing them and we listened to them like damn they damn is still pushing Martin Luther King vision like they let that they let that torch drop you know what I'm saying like we you, we got these great leaders dying getting their life up and they dying for us and we don't finish the, finish the, 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 tor- the torch up and do what they ask us to do our priorities be right. messed up that's why you know what I'm right. saying like even even still where a school will um put that money into the football team, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. uh it, it's we we not you know, we not having a conversation about them hiring uh Neil deGrasse Tyson to come teach physics at an HBCU. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like our priorities just be misaligned. And I'm not saying I know that the football team brings brings money in and it's entertaining and all that stuff but at the same time you know where they're saying okay a lot of people will be like yeah but we we make less money we have less money but we have less money because our priorities are misaligned what do we put our money into right i don't know what they put their money into that's the big question you need to really ask i've been to i went to i went to two hbcus and i started to go um to uh, North Carolina Central for law school. Um, and I gotta tell you, when after going to two HBCUs and then deciding to go to a um, a predominantly white law school, and then mm-hmm. after that, I went to um, Hawaii Pacific University for graduate school, it was like going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. It, the, the experience was was so completely different because I wasn't a band student, I wasn't an athlete, I I wasn't a um a, a what did it what are those a soror, you know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. I was just an honor student. Mm-hmm. I got now at Cookman being an honor student really didn't do much for me, but at A and T it it got me some perks. Mm-hmm. But and that's, and that's the thing, like you said, like you're not. Like college is expensive, okay. I'm still I still got to deal with my loans, you know. And yeah, I got some grants and I got a, a scholarship too. That's cool, but it's expensive. You put all this money into a school and you're not feeling like you're getting nothing out the deal. You don't want to recommend it, and you damn sure don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Continue there. You like yo, let me go where I'm gonna get the most value for the money I put into the school. Because if right. I'm putting forty thousand twenty, I don't care if it's twenty, but if I'm putting forty thousand dollars a year into the school. I need to see something. You can't just give me the bare minimum. <laughs> you know, I, like what? Where's the money going? Because I, if it's me paying that, it's a, it's thousands of us here. So where's all the money going? Mm-hmm. Right. At that point, it's like it's just it's like anything in life. I don't want to go to a restaurant and spend a hundred dollars on a meal, and they give me a little teeny piece of quail and a piece of spinach. I want to get fed for my hundred dollars. It gotta make sense. Right. So it's like HBCUs want to get all this money, but don't want the student to feel welcome or feel like it's worth the the money they're putting into it, and just say, hey, just keep going up because you're black. No, <laughs> no. HBCUs try to like, yeah, you're getting the education, but and then it's like, am I really? Um, I mean, I did because I was an honor student. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you go to college for what? An education. So you you get there and you're one of 
like I said, at A uh, and T, they they were more concerned, not more concerned about the honor students, but they gave a lot more respect to the honor students because at the end of the day, like Cookman has gone through uh, issues with accreditation repeatedly since mm-hmm. I was there. Don't want to be there doing that. Oh God! Right, because if your students are not performing academically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying what's the what's the purpose of them coming to college? Right. So, so that's what happens when you when you put all your money into the athletes and the band and and you know what I'm saying and neglect the ones that are are bringing in the grades and the scores that sh- that that show that you you're you're a, a strong academic institution. So that was different at A and T because we we got we got respect as honor students. And you see the comment? She said, I remember the help offices and folks in the financial aid office had the funkiest of attitudes. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. For the money that I have to pay every year, whether that's financial aid, loans, scholarship, grants, whatever, it's going to you to get paid. How are you gonna have a nasty attitude with me? I'm like, if I don't go here, you don't have a job. <laughs> but you want to be nasty to me. I'm out. <laughs> now you don't have a job because you don't deserve it anyway. I'm out. See, they got to understand that too, that hospitality, that 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 filling up customer service, the appropriate way also will go a long way with H, um, HBCUs. Same thing. You have yeah. to let people, make people feel like, you know, you got some, some form of gratitude or respect for them. If they don't get that, why would they stay around? I know I'm not staying around somewhere. Well, home. because a lot of times they take students that feel like they don't have no other options. Um, you know, you get a lot of students at HBCUs who are the first in their family to go to college, so they don't even realize it's different at other places. My situation, I was one of the first to, well, I was the first in my family to finish. Um, two, I left home at 16 years old, so, like, I, I, there was nobody pushing me to go to school and pursue my education. I like I did that on my own. Um, yeah. But those last two years of me providing for myself and just trying to survive, my grades were not the best. But my yeah. uh, SAT scores were high, and it, uh, so that's how I ended up with scholarships. My last year of high school, uh, I, I literally went from dropping out to. Uh, honor rolls so like I got a, a scholarship for the most improved student in the district um so I, I made it by the skin of my teeth and then I got it Cookman gave me a, a scholarship because my SAT scores were so high um for like I said had I not gone to a PWI for law school and for graduate school I would not know there is a difference right I would have no idea. I thought that was just the way it is. So when when they talk about, they talk about- um, the financial aid office and the registration office, one thing for sure, no matter which HBCU I dealt with, I, I there was a lot of bullshit there. Um, when it came down to like registering for classes at Cookman, on the first day of registration, all the classes were already gone because you know who got priority, band and footballs. Mm. I even know that's how I operate. Right. At um A and T registration day took like three days. You mm. you would be in line at the gym all day trying to get into your classes. Mm. Um now there, being an honor student, we got priority for classes. 
Um, so I, I didn't have it to where like I stood in line all day and then now I'm at the front of the line and all the classes are closed, even if they were closed because I'm an honor student. I just write a letter to the professor and they let me in the class. Now, I'm, I, okay, so all the classes that you, okay, help me understand how, how that worked for you. So the classes that you wanted to take, if they were closed, then what do you have to take? Just some stuff. It's not the classes it. you wanted to take, it's the prerequisites. Prerequisites, okay, okay. That's so all the prerequisites but that were, make were sense. closed. I, so now you're, you taking a bunch of, you're taking a bunch of bullshit classes that have nothing uh, to do with uh, your major. Oh, hell no. So like, <laughs> literally, I don't know anybody that graduated from Cookman in four years. That's ridiculous. At that point, I want to withdraw from the school because the point of me going is for going for the reason why I want to go. Yeah, prerequisites, we know that has happened. They usually it's like your first two years or whatever. It's basically taking high school over again. That's what I like to call it. Right. So but, you have to do the first two years of prerequisites and then two years. But of how do those kids feel up? But mandatory. Basically, you have to do that when you first come because in. Because they get they get filled up by the football players who are taking them for the third and fourth time. That sounds crazy to me. <laughs> and then you just, you have to take whatever. Even if it doesn't apply, you have to take whatever. Right. So, like, oh, my no. first year, my first semester at Cookman, um, the only prerequisite I had was African-American history. Everything else was a bunch of bullshit classes. Um, the, it, it, it wasn't bullshit because I was an honor student. So, I was, I was able to take... Um, like advanced chemistry and stuff, which usually didn't have freshmen in those classes. Mm -hmm. But my major didn't require chemistry right. at all. Let, right. Um, That's crazy. It, yeah. So it, a lot of, you know, like I had one friend who was <clears throat> taking, uh, what class was that? It was the dumbest class I ever heard of. Sure, I, I don't remember. It, it was, it was really stupid and had nothing to do with her major. Or any, I was like, what what major does that class belong to? Nobody could figure out. Mm -hmm. um, and then and then Cookman being a, a Methodist school, you had to take religious classes, which is something I didn't know before I applied to Cookman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we could already see their major problems, and they need to correct. They want more people to go there because I'd be damned if my my daughter decides she want to go to HBCU and then she get there. She's like, all the classes taken, and I have to take. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Philosophy I, of I, clouds. Like, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. yeah, I was trying to think of something. You know what I was trying to go. I'm trying. Like, I'll be like, the first thing I'm doing, I'm going down and withdrawing her. Because hell no, we're not going to spend this money or bring or plus, you know, her grant money or anything like that into but this. See, you went to college, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she, so she has somebody, she's not navigating blindly. I was navigating blindly, so I, I didn't, yeah. you know. Well, know. well we going to get and to then, we go, I'm gonna say mine. I'm gonna get to get to the, this next time. But um, I took, I forgot what type of math I took. I went to school. I went to school a while back, uh, community college for IT, and I had to take these weird math class in English and community college just to just to start off. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they just put you in. I had some weird stuff. I had to take psych for IT. That's what I'm saying. I took psych. Psych is a prerequisite. For, for all every major, yeah, really, yeah, huh? But it was yeah. weird. Though. Um, it's either psych or philosophy, it just it just doesn't make it even. I mean, give or take, I feel like that's still unfair to make us say, but this is a, it's a money game because it even made me take a prerequisite. I just got out of high school, but those didn't. And like, can I just take an exam? 
boom, show you I know it, and can I move on? Because you're wasting right. my time. Because I came here because, I, like you said, I want to be a lawyer, or I want to be a doctor, or I want to go in IT. Why are you putting anything that doesn't go with what I'm trying to become? It just never makes sense to me how they have school set up. So that's just a whole other board game that colleges <laughs> just stop doing. Yeah. I, I agree with that so much. Like, I, there's mm-hmm. so many classes. I was like, can I please just test out of this? Right. And the the requirements that that's more of a PWI thing, where the requirements of of what allows you to test out of it mm-hmm. was a bunch of bullshit. Um, with HBCUs, well, with with like I said, A and T, where they they valued the honor students, they did let me test out of some things. Um, Cookman, where it was a money game, they're not letting you test out. They want to keep you there as long as you they can and uh, get as much money as out. Like this is the, when I left Cookman, they tried to hit me with a bill. I came here on a full ride scholarship. How 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 do I possibly have a bill? And I had to fight. It took me five years to That's fight right. for them to erase that bill. Because when I tried to go to graduate school, um, I had troubles going to graduate school because Cookman wouldn't give up my transcript saying that I owed them money. Mm. That's not cool at all. They're the games they play. Uh-uh. So we coming down. We coming down to the year end, end of the year. One of the uh, one of the it's, this year been mild and less crazy than the last two to three. So what is, what is y'all review of this year? Each one y'all got like two to three minutes. Let me know which. Well, you put twenty twenty three. Well, I'm off. Oh, I can't. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ask the question again. What is what is your uh, review of this year, twenty twenty two? Oh. Mm. Okay. Mm. What do I say? Uh, I'm I'm, <laughs> ar- I'm already next year. Don't don't worry about it. I'm 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 a prophet. You were ahead of the game. I'm you a prophet. I really like I really I listen. Yeah, pe- people. People will understand. I'm really a. I just got to go work. Go on my call. I'm actually a prophet. I've been went to school for it and, and stuff like that. It just I'm running from it. But don't worry about that. But go ahead. <laughs> but okay, if I had to sum it up, this is the year of <laughs> relationship experts and girls. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, you mean the some the year of? I thought you meant my year. No, some some the year of. Just some the year. How you will about twenty twenty two? Because the last uh, couple years, yeah, the rise of the relationship. Advice, advice. Don't have no results in life. Uh, <laughs> a lot of failed relationship marriage, and everybody, everybody giving their opinion on why. So this, this year has been. I don't know. It has it's the year of polygamy. Yeah, 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 polygamy, that's a good one. It says this, it, yeah, it would round up, it, I would round it up around relationships and whether it's marriages, divorces, you know, you name it. And everybody giving their opinion on what they do not know, what they do not have. <laughs> and this, that's where we at. That's what this whole year was about. And you know what? It, it really sparked with the death of Kevin Samuels, okay? The moment he died, it was just at that moment. They okay. All his, all his grandson. I, I, mean, I don't think it. I don't. I don't think it uh, sparked there. I think it really goes back to twenty twenty and people. You know what I'm saying? Because you remember, you had a lot of relationships either started or ended in twenty twenty. No, I'm saying um, the twenty twenty two of the gurus. Like, it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, spark. I know, but but going back to twenty twenty because you had that that huge tide yeah. of. 
relationships ending or starting now the gurus that that left a space for the gurus to come in and tell you what's wrong with you so that so that you could be in in a successful relationship or not let let me be clear not what's wrong with you what's wrong with women well, 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 well. Let me play the devil advocate on that, and we gonna still worry a little bit because I got, I got something for me. Let me see if y'all you know. You are the devil because you talking to three women, so ain't. Ah, no uh, why I gotta be the devil? Listen, you, know, you say you, you say you want to play devil's advocate in this conversation. Devil, because you talk to three women. Well, it well is, it, it, you know it's, it's been advocate. We it's, all three was telling you we've been under attack. This year. It's been under attack, but you know what? It's been, I think I think it's been karma coming for women because that's say the last ten to fit last ten to fifteen they, years. They, they, I told you what I said. Listen, listen, listen. Last ten, listen. Last 15 years. Well, guess what? What women been saying? Men ain't nothing. You have videos, you have shows, you have movies. That men ain't this, men ain't that. Uh, if you want to go ethnic, black men ain't this, black men. They have song songs, rap, rap songs, women. It, it's been you got it, yeah. But but why was they saying this? That's what you missing, right? And then but, but y'all missing why? Why y'all make that? Oh, you can say that too about women. Why men saying that then? Well, I was about to answer that before you even asked the question. Yeah, because you got okay. I knew I knew somebody so, gonna say it. Was, what about, is, what they say? No. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. The thing is, why was women saying that, right? And they were saying it, and then women started to behave in a in like they started making up their own rules on how to deal with that. Like, fuck men and we we gonna do this and we gonna act like men, right? right. And this is not all women. That right. that's the problem. This it's not all women, but all women are under attack. I, whoa, 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 whoa. Exactly. The, 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 the things I, 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 that we get accused of that don't necessarily even apply to us. That other women individual, right. No, 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 no. You can't right. get away from the right. uh, scrub effect. This is the scrub and pigeon effect I use. You want to use music thing? I said music. Right, but I've never it's, been a woman. I've never been a female to... to uh, look at men and, and, and be that type of female. I've never been a female like... Fuck niggas, I'm gonna get my bag. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the scrub, the scrub and pigeon. Uh, me, uh, um, I want to say uh, no syndrome. You, you yeah. the, the, this, that's what this would this would happen when women <laughs> call men scrub. Then the counter effect is the pigeon song. You know what I'm saying? But all women didn't call me. Right, brother. exactly. Not all women call me, but 95% of y'all was singing it. That's what y'all were getting these I numbers from. Missing, I think you're missing the point of the scrubs. It was to identify good men from the no good men. Say who? The no good men, wait, the no good men were considered scrubs. And they detailed what a scrub was. So if you was a man that didn't live at home with your mama, living off your mama, have multiple baby mamas and what's take care of your kids, and you wasn't riding in your friend's passion seat, it can apply to you. Simple. But you exactly. when a pigeon song came out, I I didn't get offended because it didn't apply. I showed me neither. I never heard that song before. Oh my god, Nick, Nicky Hush, you never heard a pigeon. No, I didn't. It came yeah, out. It came I out. I just thought that was just something you was making up. It came out a no, week. It, 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 it came. Yeah. I don't even. I don't know who that is. It was funny to me. Oh my it god! Was funny. It was funny. It was, it was hilarious, hilarious. and it was true. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing with scrubs, right? Again, I'm I'm in high school at the time. So if you hanging out the the, the passenger side of your best friend's ride, I didn't feel like that's something to judge you for. You know what I'm saying? Like just you probably you left your car at the house. Right. Just because you don't have Aww. your car or or you may not have had a car. I was in high school, so the, the, the dude, you know, I dated within my age. So the dudes that <laughs> I was interested in, if you didn't have a car, I'm not judging you because listen, of that. No, but listen, listen, listen. I was outside. That means y'all, y'all wasn't outside. I was outside when that song came out. From grown women, maybe even the elderly other grown women were singing that, or to the young women that that they should be singing. They were singing Scrubs. So you was telling me just because they were singing something that, that it, it was an anthem. What? It was okay. an anthem. Bruh, it's a I song. Get over it. Bruh, I got you. I got you, right? Because you can't play the song here because you know it'd be flagging stuff. But I got the lyrics, right? Uh-huh. It's very clear. <laughs> I got you. So I can't stand you. Uh, I'm about to, to, to get the pigeon lyrics up. The part of that, that song that I felt offended on behalf of some men was hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride trying to holler at me. So basically, if you don't have your own car, don't you try to holler at me. me. Right. Now, for me, at 15, 16 years old, I how didn't I look judging. Right. <laughs> right. But see, y'all got to remember, these are grown people writing this music. This is not right. teenagers writing this music. We're not supposed to be their audience. <laughs> However, if you are, it's but but now that's my my problem. There is like even if you're a grown woman, should no man be ho- trying to holler at you from any car, whether it's the driver's side or the passenger side? Exactly. Oh, don't and get don't get deep I into it. So so, so, so if, if a dude if a dude is hollering at you from a Porsche, he in the oh. driver's seat. You you gonna you you know what I'm saying like he trying to he's hollering at you. You gonna respond? I'm not responding to that. Sure ain't. Yeah, as I respond to that, I'm a pigeon. <laughs> but you got to thing with these men saying, saying all saying. women, I and I be confused. Yeah, and it's a small lyric, right, without a whole bunch of context, unless you was, like, watching it. Like, if you look a little deeper into it, right, the reality was this, right? They're women, and they're walking. Like you said, you shouldn't even be disrespecting me by trying to even talk to me outside of a park. But if we're grown and we got bills and we got real life happening, whether you even if you live in Georgia, you need to have a car. You don't have a car. I'm, I am going to start questioning your validity as a man if you even have any kind of financial backing. That's just life. New York might be a little different to ride the train. You can get on a dollar bin or something like that, right? It's a little different. But if you ain't your homeboy's car to patches out trying to holler, and you don't, it don't mean you don't have a car. But if I talk to you and I find out you don't have a car, you riding around in his car. He's the more established one as far as I'm concerned. Okay, because he yeah. knows take the responsibility by himself a car. You're riding in his whip. I got the I got the pigeon lyrics queued up. I'm ready when you ready. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Which one we which one we going for? Well, before you get to the pigeon lyrics, real quick, I want to say something about this, right? Because right now I'm in the middle. I'm writing a skit called Keisha and them lenses. And this is my problem. This is the sum up for 2022 for me. As a black woman, I get viewed in a way, uh, when I was in law school, we, we used to call it the Omarosa effect, right? This was when the, uh, Omarosa was on The Apprentice. And anytime she would um, say something, if she disagreed with the men in her group, she was labeled aggressive. And it didn't matter how educated she is, no, no, you, you're, yeah. no, matter, no matter what she said, she was aggressive. Now, the Keisha and them lenses is, is, is similar to that, 
except I say, so like, let's say I'm riding in the car with, with, uh, and this is, this is where it's black men. I, outside of black men, I don't care. If you have stereotypes against us, that's, I don't give a fuck, but it's more hurtful coming from our own men. Mm. If I'm in the yep. car riding with Preston, I'm, I'm like, Preston, that song you're listening to, it's a little offensive and the music's kind of loud. Could you please turn it down? But in your mind, what you what you heard me say was, nigga, turn that shit down. That's Keisha and them lenses. Mm. And some of us get treated like that because you're used to Keisha, who used to fuck with you in high school and tell you you was ugly and big licks and shit like that. <laughs> so now you taking it out on all black women. Because cause Keisha hurt your feelings. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm ready. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, JP. I'm sorry. I was looking. Go ahead, JP. Okay, what, what, okay which one are we going with first? Scrubs or pigeons? Uh, no, no, I got I pigeons. Mean, you go ahead. You do the first. Okay, you do, the, you do okay. the first verse of uh, Scrubs. I, go, I do the first uh, verse of pigeon. All right, deal. Okay, cool. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right. Then we get our own interpretation in it. And y'all can get your own interpretation too. Shell's trying to fall down off my damn. You got the baby clam? You got the baby clam on the shelf now? No, I my husband's trying to redo my closet with these shells, and my son almost knocked them over. I had to grab them. You look. They're on my terrible twos. Okay. All right, so, okay. So, wait, do you want me to start from the first? From yeah, the first so, first? yeah, the first verse, right? yeah. Yeah, first verse. Okay. A scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly, also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's a, so that's, then, a, that's a good so point. So, no, I don't want your number. I don't want to give you mine. I don't want to meet you nowhere. I don't want none of your time. No, I don't want no scrub. A scrub, that's a, a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. And then I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get oh, it's repeated. Okay. Mm. That's the that's the uh the hook, my bad. Well, that's cool. We can start with this, uh we can now, start with the hook. Let's yeah, yeah, I I I, I can understand the last part of the the middle part of that hook, sitting on this broken. I get it. Like, I can agree with that. I don't think uh-huh. I don't think I don't think y'all gonna do it when I read mine's but I can get rid of that. A man that don't right, work. Let her finish it though. Okay, go ahead. Wait, the whole song is it the hook? You wanna do your I, hook, hook by hook? We can do it piece by piece. Yeah, piece by piece. Okay. So that's why I said I, I agree with that. You know, no, you don't work, you don't eat. I understand that part as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, so they say right here, it's saying it's the same concept. I think the same okay, person wrote this. It said a pigeon is a girl who who walking by. My rim is, is that, yeah, my rim is blue, a blue, brand new spanking, sparkling five. Her feet hurts, so you know she want to ride. But she fronting like she can't say hi. Uh, y'all chick, what was it? This is the right one? This, yeah, this is the, you, you, you saying the hook. Oh, that's the hook. Okay, so yeah, so that's totally, I thought it could be the same thing. But it didn't say no. So, um, Okay, I'm gonna skip one and two because y'all chicks ain't getting none. Of, oh, you guys, you better say it. Oh, so y'all, so, uh, y'all chicks ain't getting none. Of, uh, your pussy ain't worth the the what? The worth the, the roundup? That's a hotel. Anyway, your friend looks hotter. Game is something we got a lot of. Cause I don't want no pigeon. Them be the girls who don't get no dubs from me. 
mm-hmm. playing the bar dumb broke with her best friend Coke. Trying to holler at me. <laughs> 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 then it repeats itself. Okay. <laughs> it repeats itself. That's why I was so like. It's a little. Yeah. And I got that. I got that as being a, a, a comic song. Like, yeah, that was just funny. Yeah, that was funny. Right. Because I know oh, that song is funny. Right. So, so you see, it differs a lot. She's talking about a dude who can sit on his butt, but not trying to work. We get that. We see that. But they see, to me, they were referring to chicken heads. I grew up in a private. I know the difference between a chicken head and a hard-working woman. <laughs> so I, that's why I said I couldn't take this offensive because it's like, oh, yeah, I right. see her best friend coat. It ain't hers. I, I see her feet hurting. She act like you better, but she knows she wanted to get in his car. Like, I was never the type, type to hide in his car. Listen, I'm about to get on the train. If you want to talk to me, you can walk me to the train. I'm not riding your car. I don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't apply to me. It didn't bother me. What y'all think? But not only that, though, on top of that, that, he's not comparing her to a hard-working woman. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Basically, he's saying, right. if, if you're cute enough, you know what I'm saying, and you're willing to hop in my car, you'll get money from me, and I'll take you to the Ramada. Basically. Ramada. Okay. Wow. And at that point, he's not, he's not comparing her to a woman of value. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you still say he fishing. That's what he tried to say? He fishing? Try to catch something? That's what he tried to say? And I asked that? He, he's basically well, I he's he's a, a whole clown. clown. Basically. Oh. So so what's your interpretation of that, that first part, Nikki? A clown. Oh, God. <laughs> Why do you? I can't stand you. But that's what. Okay, that's your. That's your. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go next on this one. Now, this this is funny. This verse is funny. It says in the front of the club, I see the girl like you, your love. I thought she said. I thought she said thug, but she called me a scrub. Scrub. What? You must talking about. You must uh, talk me. Uh, wait a minute. I can't read. You. She must talk me a joke. Broke pigeon head freak. You lucky I spoke. Oh, I can't stand rappers. Uh, right, this ain't my Benz there. Uh, this ain't my Benz there. It's my man's yeah, but this ain't my car. Like it ain't your hair. <laughs> Pigeon, take them fake jewels off. Pigeon, take your friend's shoes off. Pigeon, the hell with the crazy shit. You make me sick. Go home and fuck and fucking babysit. My big dogs don't love this. King Kirk, bitch, get a brush and scrub this. <laughs> so he told you right there in the song, right? First of all, my, my next question was going to be, who's going to get offended by the lyrics in no scrubs? What the people they describing? Mm. Exactly. So he said, I thought she said, yo, thug, but she said, yo, scrub. So he's telling you he's a thug. Hmm. Exactly. Now that's the difference. So nobody, we don't want to talk either. We don't talk doors, bro. How about that? <laughs> we're horrible for men. Exactly. <laughs> respect about themselves. It's, it's, I'm not working you, and I'm not coming to visit you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Read your program. I forgot. I forgot TLC. Hold on. I, I can see why people. I, I, you gonna say some stuff? I know it's gonna trigger some people because TLC said it. Say some harsh stuff. That's why they came back and try to come back at them. And throughout the song, because TLC was. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a little different because they only have like small little part. So right here it says, um, 
Well, a scrub checking me, but his game is kind of weak. And I know that he cannot approach me because I'm looking like class and he's looking like trash. Can't get with a deadbeat ass. Wow, that's offensive. That's what I'm saying. Like That's hurt. Why? Because so he have to come to you in a particular way just to get your attention. That's why guys take it. Okay, okay. He okay. didn't know. That ain't what she said. What, what she said? Okay, so let's, let's break it down to him so he understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she said, first of all, I know a scrub checking me, but this game's kind of weak. Let me explain to you what game kind of weak. Yo, ma, let me holla at you. Or the cat call. That's weak game. A real man's Or sending your friend over there. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or trying to holler at her from your car. Right, so think about how they come and how they spit. It's not, it's not correct. A real man come to hey, hey, um, young lady, or hey, beautiful, how you doing today? Can I, can I walk with you? Can I talk with you? Can I get to know you? That's how he's gonna approach you. These dudes right. approach you. wasn't approaching like that. We know the cat calls. We know the so, <laughs> ass looking fat. Right. Trees, let me holler. Like, what? Uh, uh, oh, and it, and even and mind you, this is before the era. It got even worse after this because me growing up in New Jersey, right. I'm used to a guy, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, coming to you with some respect. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to college in the South in 1999. And I swear to you, the first dude that said something to me the minute I stepped on campus, a-ho, back that ass up. Uh-oh. It's funny because that's a, that's a lyrics from a song. That's why it's funny to me, man. It, it, it's funny. It's out of context because you got to think about the time and the era. Like you said, we were in when the song came out, right? <laughs> and what we were seeing. <laughs> she said, I'm and looking like that class. was new then. That, was, that music was new. When right. That wasn't the hip hop we were used to. Right. So hmm. it was Perfect. it was entertaining because it was funny and shocking. But then in real life, to have a dude try to holler at you like that. Like that. And just put a but, name to mm. You didn't know what to call it before, but now you got a name for it. Mm. Right. Mm. It was offensive. And and for me, it was a cultural shock because mm-hmm. the Miami chicks was used to that. Mm-hmm. And you got there. This came out in 99, so before the break of 2000. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then who is it? It was written by Candy from Escape, by the way. It what? wasn't written by TLC. They just sung it. So, so Candy right. wrote that. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, yeah, it was Candy because I don't even think um, Tiny helped with this, but I know Candy definitely put her pen to that. I didn't even know that, but see, that, yeah. that's another thing. So now you add the Southern culture back into it, and that they was used to talking to each other like that. Mm-hmm. We, and we like, didn't talk to each other like that up north. We was we was uh, Earths and gods. You know what I'm saying? And let me tell you something. Look at, like, we should even say looking like class and you looking like trash. Peep the visual, right? Uh-huh. I'm up north, though, with it. I've, I've been to, I was going to the uh, south in the summers, too, so I got to see both hands of it, right? Uh-huh. But dudes hanging with their pants down their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they think they feel like they got on Jordans or something, but nine out of ten, you know, wearing their hair any old kind of damn way. They wouldn't even know fresh cuts, low, nice cuts, none of that stuff. It's like, where are you going? Well, then they were wearing uh, big t-shirts, like long shirts. Yeah, like, like, what respectable job are you going? Like, right. in real life, if I saw you dressed like that, I would believe that you were a CEO at an office, a manager nowhere. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to believe it from her sight. Because the first thing we do is by attraction first. That's anybody, men and women. Mm-hmm. We are attracted by what we see first. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, it might be a prejudgment, but you decide to come out here like that. That's on you. Because <laughs> if you want to work every day in a damn suit, why the hell are you outside now with baggy jeans down to your ass and long t-shirts? Because they tired of wearing a suit during the during but, the week. But you can you can wear slacks and a, a, a shirt. You don't have to look like I, I hate to say it, a little thuggish. You ain't got to look like that. Bye. <laughs> Who wear some jeans with a? Because I always I always say that. Because I always say I always say people I say I say this about IG people show their true self on IG in front of these cameras when they off the camera they be fake that's when they put the suit on and put the dress on because they not they don't know how to be their real self out in the real world. That's we what I say. Talk about the internet now. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying. I'm saying this. This being themselves. That's why I say they put the suit on because the fit. They fit the norm to look like everybody else when they go to work. When they off of work, they being themselves because they free. They ain't got no obligations to look like everybody else when they free. That's why I say back then. That's my understanding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you in your forties and you wear skinny jeans and sagging. <laughs> You know what? That's what we wear for my birthday. I'm be, I'm turn forty. We'll go back. <laughs> yeah, okay. You okay? You, you some people just ridiculous with this this internet stuff, and I just be like, I did not know men talk like this. Oh my god! That's what, is that just is that is it any more in that verse, uh, JP? Not no, because it's very small. Because most of most of the song that I'm looking at it is, um, most of it is the hook. The hook. There's one more small verse to it, and that that's it. Yeah, I I, oh, I got I got a whole bunch. No, no, no. Yeah, yours is a whole bunch. Do you yeah. want me to finish out my first and we end with yours? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, you talk about a whole bunch of stuff in there. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we got if you don't have a car, you're walking. Oh yes, son, I'm talking to you. <laughs> If you live at home with a mama, oh yes, son, I'm talking to you. Uh, if you have a shorty that you don't show love, oh yes, son, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Want to get with me with no money? Oh no, I don't want no scrubs. Let, let me let me say this before y'all get into that. Okay, what I have a problem with that is two things. Let me go backwards with the shorty. Okay, I understand yeah. some deadbeat fathers. What about the ones that? Trying to see the kids and the mother give them a hard time. That's one. We're not talking about them. We ain't talking about what they said. But they, but they, 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 they didn't break. They didn't be specific in the lyrics. So you got to ask the question. What do you understand? If I'm, you have a shorty that you don't show love, like okay, so even if you got a baby mom, I'm gonna stress you out. I won't let you see the kid. And you trying to. Um, try, right, and see this right that's showing love. I can't judge that. You're trying to show love to your kid. But if you're just out here getting with women and, I can't and, say, and I, doing it and spending money in a club and the strip right. clubs and blowing it, and your son ain't got no shoes on his feet, he got holes in his sneakers, then you ain't showing your short no I, 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 Listen, you. I love women. I love y'all so much, but I can't stand y'all thinking. I get that. If I'm saying they're not specifically, the, you want to put extra on it. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that that y'all not right. I'm saying they're not specifically saying that. They just generalizing. They said the, what they said. You want to put icing <laughs> on the cake that's something. already got icing on there? No, that's what I'm thinking. But okay. <laughs> Then what, what? What was that? The, the 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 baby. The scenario that you described, Preston, a, a mother trying to block the the father. If the father is trying to see their child, the father is showing love. Right. So that's not what they're describing. Mm-hmm. I know that's not that. I know I know that's not describing, but they they can't say. That's what I'm saying. They just the general the generalizing 
of the so diverse. You just wanted them to put it in there for y'all to understand it. Stop it. No, in, in that part of the song, <laughs> that's the only part that I fully agree with. Because now when you get to, you want to get with me with no money, right? Mm. I I know a lot of women that won't date a man who works for UPS. Or, but, I mean, I went to law school, so I, I got friends that are lawyers that, you know what I'm saying, let, let a dude in a UPS uniform try to holler at her. And she looked down her nose like, oh, no. Like, I got okay, one now, friend. I have a friend I feel like that's different. in mind. I feel and like she, that's different. He's not making no money. He is making money. She said the ones who have no money. But to he her, makes money. Mm-hmm. To her, that's, not, that's no money. Because she makes more than him. That's okay. That's less um, money. That's not no money. But it's just less money. But no money. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. Now, less money is different. I think a lot of women be accepted right, with less but money, but I'm nobody's saying, dealing with somebody that can't keep a job and can't keep no money. <laughs> I know a lot I got of bills. women, he can have a steady job and not and, and it doesn't make a lot of money, and to them, that's no money. It's not good enough. Well, that is something guess, wrong with those females. Then. I wouldn't even yes. call them women. There's something wrong with those females. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree. If it's less money and she calls him a scrub, then she's lying. Because no, that doesn't describe a scrub. A scrub is somebody who makes no money. Remember earlier in the the lyrics, I mean, what she, if does, her, she what mentions if her mind, he's just not ambitious enough. What if she feels like he has potential to do more, but he's he's complacent? Then if she really <laughs> liked that person, she got she built that person up to her or, level. Or real talk, you can't label him a scrub. He just ain't your guy. He not for you. Find somebody that matches that drop. Right. That's him, true. That, yeah. that's what I'm, for somebody all else. I'm saying is from what I have observed. There are many women that will label a guy a scrub based on his income, and he and he actually does work. Right. We will. We will. But, then, him a scrub but then they're they're not defining him properly. And if I, if they say that, I will call them wrong because, like I said in the earlier lyrics, she says sitting on your ass. Mm-hmm. So sitting like an ass equals what? Nothing. No, no, nothing. No, no, no. You're not going. You're not working for UPS. You ain't working for the postal service. You ain't working for the no, You're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So when you do nothing, you make nothing. You right. see? So right. if they were calling a man with those kind of job scrubs, then they're wrong. I'll give you that. All right, Spotify, and we'll be right back.